In the name of Jesus, on whose body and blood you and I feast for eternal life, dear hearers of God's word. I know that we probably have all heard it or even spoken it ourselves, but there's a saying that goes like this, you are what you eat. Do you know what that means? Well, it doesn't mean this. It doesn't mean that if you eat a lot of hamburgers or a lot of fish or a lot of ice cream, you're going to turn into a Big Mac, a fish stick, or a cone. But what it does mean is that what you eat can have an impact on you and your health and even your life. And so in many ways it is true. You are what you eat. Did you also know that that is true when it comes to your soul, when it comes to your faith, when it comes to your eternity? That's what Jesus was getting at when he said, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood will live forever. So in other words, when it comes to our salvation, we could say it is equally true, you are what you eat. And so this morning we want to take a look at what Jesus meant by saying, you eat my flesh and drink my blood to eternal life. And then we want to answer the question, well, how, how do we do that eating? How is that possible? You're familiar with the storyline. Our gospel lesson today is a continuation of readings from the gospel of John chapter 6. And that chapter has often been called Jesus' a bread of life discourse. He had fed the 5,000 miraculously, and the crowds wanted to make Jesus their earthly king so that they could always have food for the tummy, giving little regard for the fool for their soul. And so Jesus had to correct their thinking and said, yes, I'm going to give you bread to eat, but it's not the kind of bread that you bake in an oven. And so he said to them, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. So what did Jesus mean by that? If you notice, the crowds began to argue about it already back then, and people still debate it today. Perhaps they might have been thinking, is, is Jesus talking about cannibalism? Eating human flesh and drinking human blood? It's possible. Perhaps you know this from church history, but for the first several centuries... Roman philosophers and governing authorities often accuse Christians of being cannibals because these are the people who eat the body and drink the blood of this carpenter from Nazareth. Well, we know Jesus, Jesus wasn't promoting that. Over the years, and still even today, some people would say that Jesus here is talking about the Lord's Supper, Holy Communion. And it surely makes sense because we know that we receive Jesus' very body and blood in a sacramental way when in, with, and under the bread and wine we receive his very body and blood. 
but there are reasons not to understand it that way. First, this is fairly early in Jesus' ministry, and he had not yet instituted the Lord's Supper, so it doesn't seem to make sense that he was talking about Holy Communion here. And, and, and secondly, even more importantly, it, it, it would really go contrary to the, to the whole concept of, of universal grace. In other words, what would happen to all true believers in Jesus who died before Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper if it means that you have to take the Lord's Supper in order to get to heaven? And it would put an emphasis on our doing. If you want to go to heaven, you've got to do something. And we know our salvation does not depend on what we do. It's on every, it depends on everything that Jesus did for us and gives to us as a free gift. So, so what did Jesus mean when he said, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life? Obviously, Jesus here is not talking about a real physical eating of flesh and a drinking of blood. But he was talking about the saving truth that, that when you take him in by faith, you will be saved. He's talking about a, a spiritual eating and a spiritual drinking, and that seems to fit with what he said elsewhere. Whoever believes in me will have eternal life. And when by faith you take Jesus in, then you become something. You are something. And that's why I chose that theme, you are what you eat. And, and what I mean is this, when you eat the body and drink the blood of Jesus by faith, when you believe in Jesus, then you are a redeemed child of God. And your sins are completely and fully forgiven. When you eat the body and drink the blood of Jesus, that is by faith you receive Jesus, then you are a saint that is, you are a holy one. Because for the sake of Jesus, your Savior, the Heavenly Father counts you as holy in his sight. When you eat the body and drink the blood of Jesus, that is, when you take him in by faith, you become the living church of God. Because Jesus said, whoever eats my my body and drinks my blood, I will come and live in you. Think of that. You are the holy temple of God because Jesus, your Savior, lives in your heart by faith. And when you eat the body and drink the blood of Jesus, when you take him in by faith, you then become an heir, an heiress of eternal life. That's who you are by faith. Someone who possesses eternal life right now and you will live even after you die and Jesus will raise you from the dead yes because of the faith that God has given you what you have eaten this is who you are you are what you eat so if we are to take Jesus in by faith this eating and drinking how are we supposed to do that well there are things that we need to eat physical food. You have to use the right utensils, right? You, you, you can't really eat soup with a fork. And you can't eat buttery, slippery noodles with a butter knife. 
and the very hard to cut a nice steak with a plastic spoon. Well, so also God has given the tools by which faith is brought to our hearts by which we eat of the body and drink of the blood of Jesus. The first, obviously, is God himself. He sends us the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit alone who creates and sustains faith in your heart and mine. The scriptures clearly teach no one can say that Jesus is Lord. No one can say that Jesus is Savior except by the Holy Spirit. And how does the Holy Spirit come into our hearts to create faith there? Well, he doesn't come in the sound of a rushing wind or rest on us with the tongue of fire like he did on Pentecost. No, there's only one way that the Holy Spirit has chosen to come to your heart and mind, and that is through the gospel, through the good news that Jesus proclaimed in these words, that he gave his life for the salvation of the world. It's through this message in word and sacrament that the Holy Spirit comes and creates faith. The scriptures clearly teach that faith comes by hearing the message and the message is heard in the word of Christ. Without the gospel, you and I could not eat Jesus' body. We could not drink Jesus' blood. We could not believe in him. That's why a steady diet of hearing the word, receiving the gospel and word and sacrament is so essential for the, the well-being of our faith. And then God has given us other things to help us. And, and these are important things to remind ourselves of. And here I'm thinking about special people in your life. Who is it that brought you and introduced you to Jesus for many of us, it was our Christian parents or maybe a Christian spouse or, or a Christian friend. God used them to bring us to the good news. And then here, as we look ahead to the start of a new school year, as the fall is rapidly approaching, we, we, we think of our teachers, our Sunday school teachers, our, our Lutheran elementary school teachers, our, our teachers like at Lakeside Lutheran High School, and our pastors. It's through people like this that God brings to us a steady and, and healthy diet of the Word of God so that we receive pure food for our souls. Not the lies of public opinion that, that go on in this world. Certainly not the junk food of people or Teachers who would say that, well, Jesus is, is only one way of heaven, one way to heaven. There are other ways to get there. Or we even think of the poison that Satan fed our parents in the Garden of Eden when he told our father and mother, if you want to be like God, if you want to live forever, then you just have to do the right thing as though salvation depends upon us. None of that, none of that is true. And, and, and that's why then we gather for public worship. That, that's why we offer Bible classes. That, that, that's why we, we have established a Sunday school, a Lutheran elementary school, an area Lutheran high school, so that you and I would get a steady diet of healthy, pure word so that our faith is sustained. Now, speaking of food, 
you know that you just can't eat a little morsel of food on a daily basis and expect that your body is going to have the strength to live and work. You, you need a steady diet. And sometimes our own sinful flesh and even Satan and even the world would have us believe, ah, you don't need to hear much of God's word. Just a little crumb every now and then will keep your faith healthy and strong. You know, it's really just the opposite. Maybe you've had a doctor tell you too. Portion size. Portion size. If you eat the right portion size, you'll maintain a better health. Well, when it comes to God's word, you can never eat too much. You can never eat too much. Now, speaking of food, it's kind of interesting how, how some foods have a way of taking us back to the good old days. You know, maybe, maybe it was a special casserole or a special soup that, that mom or grandma made and, and, and you eat that and, and, and you think of the good old days. Or, or you might think of a special dessert, maybe that special pie or cake or maybe those chocolate chip cookies by which mom or grandma were able to make everything right again even though you had a bad day. Today we heard about another food, Jesus' body and blood. And when we feed on Jesus, when, when through the word, and this is kind of interesting, the word feeds us the word. And that food doesn't take us back to the past. It takes us to the future. It takes us to our heavenly home where every day is perfect. So, dear friends, continue to eat Jesus' flesh. Continue to drink Jesus' blood. Continue to feed your faith the gospel and word and sacrament because it is true. You are what you eat. Amen. Please stand.